this is wait is this uh hollow we're probably not going to do one by halloween halloween (laughs) (laughs) it's the friday the no wait it's monday it's not even friday the 13th yeah last week though had friday the 13th that yeah it's the spookiest no uh, november no wait it's october it's really october (laughs) (laughs) we're still in october it's the extra spooky October because there was an eclipse and, and a Friday the 13th. Yeah. And I went to the state fair and survived a shooting. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, Anna and I went to the state fair on Saturday on a whim. Anna was like, hey, do you want to go to the state fair? And I said, no. And then because said, they're shootings? No. Well, not because they're shootings. But because I was just like, I want to stay at home and play and video games. And not go to the fair. Yeah. And, and she was like, let's do something spontaneous. Let's go to the fair and have Unfortunately, it sounds like somebody else had that same idea. Uh-huh. Like a million people had that same idea. And then yeah. two of them decided, uh, we're going to bring guns to the state fair. And they did. And that's apparently that's apparently legal. Only two. I mean, it is Texas State Fair. I only only well, only one person used their gun from what I understand. And I don't know that they even shot the person that they wanted to shoot. But three people got shot or wounded or something. So anyway. Yeah. We were there when it happened. Did, did you I mean I'm sure she felt terrible enough already but did you say like and that's why we don't go to the fair as you pulled your fake arm off <laughs> no. <laughs> no like I uh, did not do that I did, I did not I, after I I was just like well maybe let's not go places for a while <laughs> Let's just stay inside, please. It's, well, how close were you to, to it? Did you hear it uh, happen? Anna says she heard it, but I think she is not honest. But we were within... <laughs> um, <laughs> we were within probably 100 yards of where it happened. Because uh, it was in the, like, where the food court area is, and we were... um. Within uh, a short jog away from that building. But we weren't okay. super close. We were close enough to where I get, I think we were among some of the first to see the human stampede that happened after the shooting started. Right. So, yeah, that's where the real injuries occur. Yeah. And I. At first, my initial reaction was, oh, this is like my brain flashback and was like, didn't this happen last year where there was just like a bunch of idiots causing a stampede for no reason? And then they found out like yelling, you know, there's a shooter or whatever. And then they found out later that there was not one. And so I was like, why are they running? And like, I was just like, oh, people are running. Let's run. And I'm like, why are they running? Let's just get out of the way. Let's let those idiots run. I don't want to get caught up in that. Mm-hmm. So we 
like kind of like saunter off to an alcove where you know and then once the initial kind of heat of people rush past then we start kind of walking continuing to walk towards the exit since we were like leaving the fair anyway um and then we start like hearing other people saying like it was there was a somebody fired gunshots and i'm like i'm still on the fence about whether that's real and it wasn't until like the news yeah basically like the <laughs> the the Dallas police released a statement on like whatever you call it these days formerly twitter and said like yeah the shots fired there's a person in custody and uh yeah so that was my weekend my exciting weekend all right i uh beat the main story of starfield on my weekend oh okay i was planning on picking that up but i was going to pick it up after i got done with final fantasy 16 i'm still not done with that so i got a long way to go on that one well after playing through starfield like i i know that like Part of the intent, quote unquote, is that you're supposed to play New Game Plus and that. There's a New Game can... Plus? Yes, it's got a New Game Plus system. Oh. If you weren't aware of that, there's a New Game Plus system. Why? Uh, I mean, it's built into the storyline, kind of, like okay. as to, to why. But um, I feel like, I almost kind of feel like that was an excuse to make less content like i feel like there's a lot less uh content in this game than in past ones because i mean i i mean i played through fallout and skyrim and you know i I played all of them and in most of those games i did like everything yeah right and i don't think you know as i'm you know, getting into my 40s that I'm getting faster and more efficient at video games. (laughs) Uh But, I mean, I got through this one in, what, like two weeks? Not a long time. Oh, that is pretty quick. You know? Yeah, I... Um, I mean, I find that I don't just fart around a lot as much as I used to. Do you know what I mean? Kind of. I think part of it, too, is there is... I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of it comes down to how the game was designed, mm-hmm. right? It, it's definitely designed in a way that makes it uh, shorter. I would say, like, a big part of it is that it's a pretty dynamic map system. It's not a static map, right? Like, like uh, the world of Skyrim, right? Everything's always in the same place uh-huh. each time. But, and I, I told you this before, and I feel like you didn't believe me, but it's 100% true. But like, there, so there's, you know, dozens of stars systems that you can visit, and each of them have several planets and moons uh-huh. on them. Um, but it's not built like uh, No Man's Sky where you can fly your ship down to the surface or fly around the surface. If you land on the surface, you can't just walk in a direction and circumnavigate it. 
that's not how this this game works. It's very procedural, procedurally generated content. And it's compact, so like you'll visit a planet, and the planet has you know X number of biomes on it, and you choose a spot on that planet, and it will say, okay, this is a wetlands biome, or this is a you know barren crater biome, or whatever, uh-huh. and then. That create you say okay land there and then your ship lands at that point and then it generates a bunch of points of interest in that terrain type so and it's a finite square of space that you can can visit so like it creates that space there's like you know a dozen or or so like points of interest uh-huh. that get generated on it like you know an abandoned radio st- tower. A, a mine, uh, you know, a crashed ship or whatever, right? Like all these things. And you can go visit those, but like you can walk to the edge and like you, where you can't go any further within that space on that planet. So it's not like you can just walk to the edge of that and to the edge of the mountains and then find the, the grasslands, right? Like, yeah. You're just trapped in this little mountain zone. And if you want to see the grasslands of the planet, you have to fly over the grasslands. So it's not like Skyrim where you can be up on top of a mountain and then jump down the friggin' mountain and end up in the valley and the river or something. Right. Yeah. It, so it sounds like it. they took planets. So, OK, unlike, I think, what a lot of modders do with like Skyrim and Oblivion, where they take all of those small maps and go like, you don't have to do this on PC. Like on PC, you can just have all the stuff loaded at the same time. So the modders like dump all of those mini- like sub maps into the larger map. You know, this thing takes that idea uh, and says, no, everything's a sub map. <laughs> like yes. everything's a house, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's like, you know, you know, some of the like there's only a couple of like static, always in the same place type of things. And that's like the major cities like New Atlantis and stuff, which is like the capital of the the United Systems or whatever. Yeah. Uh, right. So like that city is always the same layout whenever you go there and it's always in the same place. But So but, w- like so when but, you take off. OK, so you land, you go to grassland spot on planet x right Mm -hmm. and you're saying it generates stuff and then you go and you find a location and you're like okay here's the mine right and then you leave you like Mm -hmm. leave that planet yeah and you land back on it again it's the same thing right so yes or no maybe or maybe not so the the system will only save five landing points per planet unless you do something like well actually yeah i'm not exactly sure how it works but there's only like they only say five landing points so you land you know say there's six biomes you land on the swamp you land in the mountains you land in the hills you land on the ice Uh the ice cap you know the the sixth place you land takes away the first place you landed so that site's gone now and you can't never revisit that exact place again because it was generated because it's each of these is generated on the fly every time. Oh, uh, wait. And so when you say that first one's gone, can you not ever go back to that area again? 
Or if you, you can go back to a mountain terrain, but stuff's going to be in different places. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And like the only way to really save a terrain is to build an outpost on it. And I'm guessing there's yeah. a limited amount of outposts per planet. There's a limited amount of outposts per character, per game. Oh. You can only have, if you invest the most points, skill points you can into the process, at most you can have 24 outposts. Okay. But you could have, but you could have five outposts in the same landing site. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What's the, well, okay. I don't really care about an outpost. I, I was going to ask what the point <laughs> is, but I'm guessing it's just like, I don't know. Is it more Arguably, interesting? Arguably, there's no point to outposts. Is it more interesting than Fallout 4's outposts? A little bit. Um, like, you can do, you can, like, set up auto miners to, like, mine resources out uh. of things. And then you can use, uh, you can use, you know, you remember, I don't know if you remember the outpost linking that you could do in uh, Fallout. Like you could create networks to link materials to places. Yeah, like little trade routes. Yeah, like you can send, create send those cow people. Yes, uh, yeah. the cow people. Yes, you can create links to to your other outposts, and um, so that you could like on this planet you're mining gold, and on this planet you're mining plutonium, and on this planet you're mining this and that, and you link them all together, and then there's manufacturing things you can create so that you can kind of funnel all of those resources into one base and then build these manufacturers that create manufactured goods that then, you know, that you can store in, into containers and things. And manufactured goods you use for building outpost equipment and for things like upgrading your weapons and stuff. Uh. But, uh, like, to the question of, like, is there a point to it? Meh, I uh, like you can a hundred percent do everything you want to in the game without engaging in it at all. Okay, uh, it, it which is kind of sort of annoying to me, honestly. <laughs> that like there's this whole game system that like practically doesn't matter because there's no story mission, there's no side quests at all that relate to it that relate to outpost stuff other than like the shitty mission board quests. You know what I'm talking about? Like basically like the radiant system missions. Oh yeah. Go find a guy and kill him and come back. And yeah. Get a, get a dollar. And, and the missions that require outposts are really friggin' terrible because the missions are like the only outpost requiring missions are create a resource link to this city of this resource. So it's like, Oh, this, this city needs iron. So you go build an outpost that produces iron and then create an outpost link to that city. And then once, uh, once enough iron has been uh, drilled up and, and sent there, then you get like 100 experience and like 2,000 credits, which is basically nothing. You could pickpocket two people and get that many credits. Uh -huh. And like 100 experience is about you know, killing half of a wild animal. <laughs> okay. 
Like if it was a thousand experience for setting that stuff up, that might actually be worth it for the amount of time and effort involved to create the the network to satisfy those requirements. But no, you get 2000 credits, which you may may have had half that if you just sold the resources to a vendor. Yeah. Or, you know, you could kill one pirate and take just his gun and sell that for 2000 credits. And you probably got more experience killing that one pirate than you would by doing that mission. Like the, 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 the radiant missions, the mission board missions are such total bullshit. Like they're just trash. There's not even any point to doing. Well, that's how I felt with all of them in the past. Like when they introduced that stuff in Skyrim and it was like, you you do all the interesting dark brotherhood stuff. Right. And then, then there's the like coffin (laughs) that talks to to you. And yeah, now they just go to the city and kill a guy at random who who we've just created there. Yeah. Yeah. I've generated an NPC for you to kill. Do so. And you go, <laughs> okay, here's a... Okay, but I don't get to do a whole murder mystery dinner party this time. No. It's like, yeah. No, you just sneak in there and stab him in the face. Stab, you know? him, stab him in the head. I know. It's, they've put so much work into that system and never made it more interesting. Yeah. I I don't really know how you make it more interesting though because it's got to be pretty um rudimentary in the first place, right? Like you can't have a bunch of dialogue around it. You can't have uh You can have any. <laughs> yeah, but then you get it's that kind of thing of like, man, if you have any dialogue, then it's it's going to just get old, you know. I mean, yeah, what what was it? The the uh like the faction stuff in Fallout did that, right? Like after the after like the second or third time of like doing the same like daughters that ran away for the the minute like helping the Minutemen find these two missing daughters or whatever. It's like literally the exact same dialogue tree every time. Like, yeah, you're like okay, yeah, this is weird that it's ha- <laughs> this is weird, <laughs> and now I've realized that this is a radiant mission. Yeah, but like uh, I don't know. Wasn't that like any time what's his face with the hat would come up to you and be like, an outpost needs your help. Like, wasn't that a radiant mission? Yes. Yeah. That's this. That's the stuff. And like the reason that you there was actually a reason to do that stuff. And that was because it took a lot more time and effort, I feel, to build up the relationship meters with the characters in that game. Uh-huh. Then it did like in this game, it takes like pretty much very little time. Like they basically just have to hang out with you for like a couple hours. And then they're like, we need to talk like over and over again. <laughs> and then you have like the talkie time. And then they're like, finally tell you about the quest they want you to do. And then they love you forever after that. And then you never have to talk. Again. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh gosh. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Is it okay for me to give you away a, a couple of spoilers for you? I guess. I don't know. I, I have to give away a couple because it helps explain like some like my character is, essentially became like a psychopath, like towards the end of the game uh-huh. and not like in a murdering spree type of way, but more like in like a character in like a lifetime movie type of psychopath. <laughs> so like so like at a certain point. So there's there's only there's there's four characters in the game 
that can be love interest. And they're all from the same faction, which is the main story group, kind of like the Blades were in Skyrim, uh-huh. right? Was the main story faction. And in Fallout, there were three factions that you kind of had that you could join one of, which was the most interesting like faction system they've had. But anyway, this game, there's Constellation is like the Explorers group. Mm-hmm. There's four people in there, two men and two women. And that's the whole group. Uh, that's the whole group of people that can become followers from that group. Okay. And can become love interest. That's it. Four characters in the whole game that can be love interest. And it's like kind of some of the more boring ones. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh so like I had done the max love meter thing with all of them. And I was like, finally, I was like, okay, fine. I'll choose this one. This one shall be my, my lover or whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll profess my love to this guy. And, uh, and then it's like, okay, that happened. Great. We're in a relationship, I guess. And then after that, they just kind of say like weird, like, I love you, honey things. <laughs> but like, it, it was the whole, it was like such, I don't know. It was just like such a weird, like what a robot thinks a relationship would be. Cause I, I just walk up to him and I'm like, would you like to be in a relationship? And he's like, oh yes, I'm so excited about this. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and then, and then I advance the story a little bit. And then here's where things get crazy, where, where I, I lose my mind as a character because one of the characters, like the characters kind of split up and uh, you get, a, you get attacked. And you have to choose which group to help. And whichever group you don't help, the person you care about the most in that group and you care about the most is like, I don't know how you define that. But anyway, I left my I left my boyfriend to die. Uh-huh. So he died. Yeah. He got killed by the bad guys. Right. And so then it's like, oh, he died. And then I'm like, oh, I guess that was bad. Darn. I lost <laughs> him uh-huh. thing and so then like a little bit later they're like one of the like uh, this is like an actual main story it's like we're gonna have a funeral for this person and then, you're like really <laughs> yeah and then you gotta like wait a couple of days and then you come back to the place and they do a funeral and there's like not a body or anything so you can't like oh, it. you can't. it's just like <laughs> it's no, not a it's, physics object you can't no. pick it up and throw it into a fan <laughs> no it's just it's just they just put up a poster with their face on it uh, and then, like, you can go up and, and give a eulogy if you want. Is there even uh, a coffin? No, there's uh, no coffin. Like I said, it's just a poster. That's yeah. It. Okay, that's sad. Yeah. And um. And then, okay, so then, like, this literally happened, like, right after the eulogy, I went up to another character, and the relationship prompt was there. So I'm like, relationship. <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend just died. Do you want to join? Do you want to be in a relationship? And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so privileged. Yes. And then like, because I had already reached maximum love points with them, I guess, then like, then I could choose a a second dialogue option. Commitment was like the dialogue option. I'm like, commitment. I'm like, commitment. And they're like, yes, (laughs) commitment. And then it's like, literally minutes after the funeral, I'm getting engaged to somebody else uh-huh. and then we're going to like fly off to their home planet to have a wedding. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I'm psychotic. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's great. That's how I'm playing this character. now. 
I would love if you had a, a game where you have this, you know, this lame like meter based love interest meter. And mm-hmm. instead of so like. But you could also, you know, in, in some of these games, like in any of these Bioware games, like the Dragon Age games that I played and stuff. If you max out the love meter on some of the characters and then they're like. I think we should be in a relationship and you go, nah, then they're like, some of them give you the cold shoulder after that. And mm-hmm. I think it would be funnier if they didn't understand that you said no and would kept telling other people that you're in love. <laughs> We're together. We're in least, love. Yeah. There's definitely, definitely some of them should have different reactions, right? You're going to have, the one guy that like loses his mind and like obsesses over you and stalks you. Uh-huh. Right? Like that character's gotta be a thing. Like he's not in your in your party. Like he's not a companion, but he also does show up all the time. Yeah, like anytime <laughs> you stop to at a campfire, he's just like there. Yeah. He's like, Oh, Very, what a coincidence. What you... You're going this direction too. I'm you know, I'm a sock merchant and I'm just on my way to sell more socks and you're just here. So we'll just hang out for safety. <laughs> Do you want me to walk you back to your tent for safety? I've got a, I've got a sleeping bag that's big enough for two. <laughs> if you just want to keep warm in space. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yes, I like the person who doesn't get it and just like tells everybody that you're in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you'll be having a, a conversation with like a, your whole party or whatever. And they'll just be like, we're together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that relationship system, uh, I feel like it was not the top tier mechanic that was put into that game. Because then, like, as soon as you engage in a relationship, you can start a dialogue option that says this, to talk to someone and say, how are you feeling about our relationship? And, like, when I talk to someone, they'll be like, oh, I feel great. I'm so happy. The happiest I've ever been. And then you have, like, a couple of options. where You can say, like, I love you, too. Or you can just say goodbye. Or you could say it's not working out and just like, (laughs) yeah, I'm just like, what, what is this? Like where it's like literally within the same dialogue tree, I could start a relationship, get engaged and then dump them. Yeah. (laughs) At least like make it take 24 hours or something. I don't know. Put a timer (laughs) on that shit. Also, no, no, no engagements at a funeral. What the hell? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess they were just your rebound, uh, or something. Yeah, I guess I rebounded pretty hard. Now, could you have angled it so that the conversation was happening in front of your dead spouse's poster? Uh, I did it as close as I could because <laughs> everybody starts to walk away. And because they were on my crew, they started going back towards the ship. And you're just like, wait, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Up, 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 up. Before you leave this funeral. Marriage? Why, of course. Because that's how this works. Yeah. And, like, you can also still, I think, proposition other 
the other characters too. While you're in, I don't a relationship? really know how that works. Yeah, with a relationship, I haven't done that. Yeah. Okay. So you but don't know if this you is, can polygamy this space. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, and I'm not sure if it's going to be like you have to choose, or if they're going to be like, well, let's all get into this one person bed together. Yeah. Which is what happens, like when you're in a relationship, someone if they're on your crew and you sleep in the tiny little like not even twin size beds you'll wake up and then they're sleeping in the bed taking up the entire space and you get like a sex bonus for a, for about 20 minutes to what so when you rest you get a rested xp bonus for about 24 minutes you gain 10 uh, xp 10 extra x 10 percent extra xp uh, but if you have sex in the ship uh then you gain 15 percent extra xp so that's the game reason to to get into a relationship as quickly as possible. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. To get that sex pee. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it. Well, I don't remember what to, I don't remember what phrase they actually use. It's something lame. It's like you have a new sound sense of bullshit. I don't remember. <laughs> they they don't they don't say you got some nice. Uh, noise and then give you the noise bonus yeah even though that's what it is <laughs> uh <laughs> you can't just call it wink wink judge judge <laughs> no it's noise that's the no- bonus noise noise <laughs> all right I, i'm gonna try to pivot to final fantasy because that's what i've been playing <laughs> one thing that final fantasy 16 has surprisingly a lot of is naked people um and just kind of like, not really for any reason. Like all of the dialogue and everything that they have while naked, and they're not fully naked. This is like uh, Futurama levels of like, there's a plant covering up the bits, sort of naked, right? So it's like Austin Powers nudity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it's like a, yeah, a hand or an arm or a hair strand like a hair lock of a hair or something is like falling <laughs> a hair strand is like whoa poor guy <laughs> is like is like covering in just the right way for the shot so it's like very like specifically posed um i mean i think that's that's probably for japanese standards because they have some like pretty wildly strict sex rules yeah it, up up to up to the point where it is like this is this is sex, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Then there's a mosaic right. over it's, it. <laughs> yeah. Well, like a mosaic, like we the ones that like a mosaic is more gets you in more trouble than like putting a coffee mug in front of a boob. Yeah, yeah. A mosaic yeah. is like, which I thought was, uh, and maybe it is just when it's over a body part because, um. Yeah, this I think it's Ciro or whatever the J- Japanese ratings board. It like if there's a if, if there's a mosaic, it is like this is definitely porno underneath it. Like absolutely, <laughs> this is pornography under this mosaic. But if there's yeah, like a coffee mug or like a if there's smiley, a coffee mug, it could just be a teddy bear down there. You don't know. Yeah, if it's like a smiley face or something down there, it's like, well, I don't know, it's a smiley face. It's just, I mean, they could take off all their clothes and just flowers come out. Yeah, yeah, a la Sailor Moon. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so anyway, there's a lot of that and uh, which is odd. But the other thing is like there's a gear system, right? And I think I figured what game I was talking about recently where I was disappointed that the gear system was basically just the number goes up a little bit and all it really does, it might've been the ascent, the ascent, right? Like the number Mm -hmm. goes up. All it really does is the number goes up and that kind of keeps you in parity with the enemies that also scale with you. Mm -hmm. And so nothing ever like getting new gear is not exciting, right? It is just mandatory. And and so it's like, oh, well, you don't even like. There's nothing special about it. It's just like these two numbers are up, and that is every. There's no choice. It is just you equip the ones with the highest numbers. That's it. And then and that's the gear system for sixteen. Yeah, yeah. And so you've got like two defensive uh, equipment and one and your sword which is your offense equipment. And all it does is make the numbers go up. It's either defense and health points or attack and stun damage. And those are almost all, they just always slightly go up every new piece of gear. And so I'm just kind of like, Oh, all right, I guess. Yeah. I mean, at least other older games, like I mean, seven had the material system. So it was like different slots that you could, yeah, that made equipment matter. And like, Final Fantasy IX had skills that you could learn on things. So you might even use an inferior weapon to learn a new skill that it had. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what the hell 8 did. That one, didn't you have the junction stuff? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, so it was like junction slots or, or something. Mm-hmm. But I think that was more that was tied more to the spells than it was to equipment. I don't remember what, what role equipment had. I don't know. But I guess I got kind of spoiled with the 7 remake because the 7 remake has materia, but then it has also like uh, equipment or your like main sword, your main attack weapon has a skill tree of its own. So you have to like, the because it takes like a run through the full game and then a run through like new game plus to max out a weapon. You have to like make choices as to what skills and stuff you want. And then additionally, a weapon that you get later is not necessarily a better weapon for a given situation if you're wanting to do like focus on spells versus physical attacks, right? Um and so whenever I'm playing this game, I'm like, there's no options. <laughs> there's no choice making. It's just it's just to do this thing um right it's like it's like the first few, it's like the first 40 levels of, of playing diablo right where it's just like oh this yeah has a higher number so switch to it yeah yeah it's like that like there's nothing none of the skill none of the weapon none of the gear affects your skills like some of the accessories affect your skills um but there's one piece of gear that makes <laughs> there's one piece of gear that makes my attack go up and there's one piece of gear that makes my defense go up and then there's a third piece of gear that based on if i do a perfect dodge makes my attack go up and so there's all these other pieces of equipment that i could put on that's like reduces cooldown of 
other cooldown abilities, right? Because you've got up to six different cooldown abilities that you can do. And so some of the pieces of gear like increase the damage you do from those things. Some of them reduce the cooldown you do with those things. Uh, but well, okay, but besides gear, though, like, is the magic system, is there anything else interesting with levels or anything like that? Uh, there's no magic. I mean, there is magic. Like, you can cast a spell, but that's really just, like, it's very Devil May Cry, right? And, uh, like, you hit a button and you shoot a spell based on who... You can have three different... Uh, okay, so you can get the abilities of what they call icons, which are classic summon characters. So, like, you can get, like, Ifrit, Bahamut, Ramu, uh, you know, Shiva. And you can equip them as a... Um, as a, you can slot them in. So you get like three slots for one of those things. And they all come with like some sort of uh, element and um, dodge or some sort of ancillary move, some sort of tertiary move. So they all have some sort of like attack abilities that you can also pick from. You can pick like from four different attack abilities, three of which are pretty you know, average cooldowns of like 10 to 20 seconds or something. And then one is like a super ability that's supposed to do a lot of damage. And it's usually like 90 seconds or something on a cooldown. So you can pick from four of those and you can slot two into each of the three icons that you can equip, right? And so the, the spell cast thing that you can do takes its element from that I equipped icon, but that doesn't mean anything. The enemies don't appear to have any sort of affinity for one versus another. And I hardly ever use that button except during a melee combo. And so, yeah, uh, you, you do have some kind of options as far as like stacking certain kinds of abilities based on the fight that you're in. Um, but most of the time I have one of my icons is just like do stun damage. One of my icons is do fit like hit, hit point damage. Uh, Cause it's got a stun meter thing where you can like knock enemies down. Like, like seven head. Yeah. And, uh, and then um, the other one is like other, like kind of utility stuff, I guess, for lack of a better word. One of them that I've got right now is like a thing you can put down. You get it from Ramu. You like put it down and if you hit it, it does additional damage. So you can like, and if an enemy hits it, it deals damage to them. So it's like a little like ball you put in the, in the world that... <laughs> that does AOE damage, right? Like a punching bag? Or a... Yeah, kind of. It's like kind of a little punching bag that deals AOE damage. And so what I'll tend to do is stun a guy, get them staggered, and then drop that down on them. And so it like just adds to sort of my hit counter and damage that I'm doing kind of a thing. 
that doesn't sound very exciting to me. I like, yeah. And I like, there's not like, like, I feel like they've gotten so far away from like classic final fantasy stuff where it was like, you know, even in, even in like seven and eight, you know, some of the more like weird future setting ones, like you could kind of glean like character classes that came from like the classic original game. Like, you know, like cloud was kind of like a knight and Tifa was clearly a, a monk. Yeah. And, you know, you have, you know, character like Eris was the mage, right? Like the white but, mage, right? Yeah. But they've gotten like progressively like further and further away from that kind of feel, right? With characters. But like even in even Final Fantasy 15, like you had like the guys that fought with a sword and the guy that used a gun, right? And then there's yeah. a guy that that was fists, like weapons, like still kind of gave them some sort of sense of a role. I think. But. Well, and and you still had like the guy with the hair who cooked. He was like your mage, and big guy was your fighter, right? And the little guy with the guns was, I don't know, little guy with guns. But um, and then you were you were like the weird one because you had a had a had a sword and could do magic stuff right but yeah even that still had kind of classes and so yeah i i find it difficult to recommend this game to people because it feels like it's not a game for people who like final fantasy but it's also like not exactly I would say challenging enough for people who like a devil may cry or a Bayonetta. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of cutscenes early in the game. And there's still a lot of cutscenes. Like there's a ton of dialogue and the, and I find myself just like reading the subtitles and skipping through the VO. And I'm just like, I got it. I got it. I got it. Kill the guy. Like, just go to this place and kill the guy. That's what you're telling me to do. Mm -hmm. You know? And, and the story itself is just not all that interesting to me. Uh, at least, especially early on when it felt more like political intrigue stuff, but now they've introduced the space aliens. So it's like, okay, at least there's that, right? <laughs> um, uh-huh. but as I was talking about this game with a friend of mine over the weekend, he was like, wow, they've really kind of pulled out a lot of the like final fantasy trope greatest hits. Like, you know, you've got the fake political intrigue followed by cataclysm event and oh it's actually aliens the whole time and also like mega crystals and you know a, a also a uh former high tech civilization that was doomed by some past cataclysm and now you're fighting that entity again or something and you know and it's like, yeah, this really is a, like a kind of a repeat of a lot of past ideas, like story ideas, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know. I, I, if you say so, I have to take your word for it, because I, the last couple of games, uh, I couldn't really tell you what the story was anymore. They've gotten so crazy. Like, I remember... 
Final Fantasy 13 was nonsense. Yeah. Um, there was like a crystal thing and somebody was going to become a crystal or mm-hmm. something. And I, and I didn't get past like tutorial number 37, which was like eight hours into the game. Yeah. And then I stopped playing. Um, but then like 15, I feel like there was, maybe there was a war and like you were like some kind of royal something like the prince on a road trip with mm-hmm. his boys. I think that was the story. Yeah, you were a prince. And I there was at least one movie that you were supposed to have watched before playing the game that introduced like the plot and <laughs> and who the different kingdoms were and also so the lady, you know the lady that you're supposed to save halfway through. Then it turns out that's not halfway through. That's 80% through. And then... Uh, I don't even remember having to save the lady. You was don't remember that, having was to that save... The person, was that the person that kept sending the dog notes? Dog notes. Now, I don't yeah. know about... You don't remember the dog letters? Like a dog would send letters? I remember... Okay, so the lady that you... It, there was like... Every once in a while, they would cut to... And here's a lady in a white dress. And she's like healing people. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And then you go to yeah. you go to like uh you go to like Fantasy Venice and you ride on the gondolas and then you're trying to find that lady and then you do. And then they're like, but guess what? Here's Leviathan, fight him. And then you fight that, and then it's cutscenes for days, and then I think you're on a train. Right? Is that that's the lady though. That you were supposed to save. Okay. And yeah, I, that's I, the, I think that's the person that was sending the dog notes. Okay. Or that you were sending dog notes to. I can't remember. But I don't remember why she was. I think weren't you supposed to marry her? Was she was she like the bride? Maybe that you're supposed to marry to like unite the two warring kingdoms. I don't know about that. Maybe I'm making stuff up now. I don't yeah. remember enough about that. All I remember is trying to make the Beck's best hamburger. And usually just cooking a bunch of cup noodle, but, and, uh, and then you fight a guy at the end, uh, who fly, you fly around and use your, uh, swords that you got from your, uh, dead ancestors. That's Final Fantasy 16, I guess. Aliens did it. That's all I needed to know. Okay. Okay. So we're talked about aliens. Yeah. I have to bring that. Have you have you watched the the series Invasion? I've never have you heard seen of that it. show at all. It's on Apple Plus. Is that the name? Just Plus, just what they they just add that to like everything now. Like some brand Plus, that's what everything is, right? Yeah, Apple TV Plus. Yeah, is it Apple TV Plus? Okay, yeah, it's on it's on that, but it's about aliens invading. And oh, that's why it's called Invasion. Yeah, it's invading aliens. Is it like alienation where one of them's a cop? No. Oh. <laughs> that one, like the aliens had already invaded, and then we were like, uh, okay, fine, you can be you can have jobs now. <laughs> that was, yeah. That was how that one worked. Yeah. But weren't they also no. like were we also like super racist towards them or something? Probably. <laughs> I mean I'm sure I'm sure it was just a metaphor for like immigrants or something. Yeah. But we were like twelve and didn't care uh i just remember they had like big heads 
Uh, it was like they had like heads with like no hair and like liver spots. I yeah, liver spots. I feel like they kind of looked like that one guy like by Graptar's hammer from Galaxy Quest. I think they kind of looked like that. Well, but no, he had the fins. I don't think they had fins. I thought it was just like butt heads. Maybe like a like like it's just kind of inflated badly, like a bad inflated balloon. Yeah, it's like they have they have a bald wig, but also the it's the eighties, and so they've got a lot of hair. And so they got <laughs> the bald wig with their big hair and it's like all squishy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's not how these aliens are in, in this show. Okay. But how like, just human beings are they? Uh, 0%. Oh, are they like squids? Uh, no. Like the first aliens that you see are like, they're like, uh, pseudopod sea urchins. Oh. Like, like. They're just like a spike ball that kind of rolls around and their spikes kind of retract and grow in different ways. So like they kind of just, it's just oh. like a ball of spikes that rolls around. <laughs> I don't like that. I can't relate to them at all. Are they the bad, no. are they the bad guys? Yeah, clearly they're the bad yeah. guys. They're these like weird non-human things that you, yeah. Yeah. I imagine you see a, a ship show up and drop a bunch of those and you're like, oh God. We gotta no, kill well, those start, things. And they start rolling at people and just murdering them. So yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they're not like they're not like trying to try to like have dinner with us or become cops or anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But could you imagine one of those as a cop? Like weird, like, this is your partner, a weird sea urchin monster. And you're like, oh, why do I always get stuck with the weird ones? Because you get results. Uh, you're loose cannon. Dang it, chief. <laughs> Why'd you stick me with this guy? <laughs> yes. It's Humphrey and the Urchin mm-hmm. is the, the name of that cop show. And uh, so I see you wrote, is this show good? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is it good or does it just have a really high budget? Yeah. Yes, that is the question I have. Because they keep doing stuff that I'm like, eh. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Like, like, okay, okay. So there's this one character, like, and I'm just going to call her the Japanese Save Earth Lady. Because, like, for the first season, she only speaks Japanese. And Uh there's, like, a lot of subtitles she got to read. And then, like, the second season, they move her into a team with people that speak English. And she's like, I speak English. And you're like, thank God. <laughs> so I'm, sick of watch- I'm sick of having to read Japanese for your whole like storyline, your story arc. But it's like, it's kind of like, like other shows that are like here, there's like four plot lines and each one is like in a different part of the world so that we've got to have a really high budget to do this. So there was the Japanese Save Earth Lady. And then there's like, then there's like the... The mom, the America mom with her whiny kids. And then there was like the army guy. Uh, and then the other, the four store was like the British. It, the, the four store was basically like fucking uh, uh, Lord of the Flies on a bus uh, group. It was like a bunch of British children and their bus crashes. They have a bus wreck and the only adult dies. and. You know, uh-huh. so basically Lord of the Flies on a bus. Anyway, those are like the four story arcs. But like, 
pretty much the only one that seems to like really matter is like the Japanese lady story arc because that's the only one that like moves the conflict with the aliens forward in any way. They're trying to like make some of the other characters matter more, but they don't. They still haven't. Like there's still been no payoff for any of the other storylines as far as like anything significant relating to the the war that Earth is having with the aliens. But like so one of the things that like happened in this season that I'm like, what? Was uh they they kept getting attacked by the star the the starfish, the the urchins the, the, the sea urchins and they're like we don't know where they're coming from and then like she she figures out because she solves all of her problems just one person uh that like they're sending out some signal to cloak ships and uh so they disrupt the signal and make the ships all become visible so that they can get attacked but then when they do it it's like oh my god there's these like these massive freaking ships that are like the size of like a city just flying like hovering like in like not very far up you know in the sky over major metropolitan areas that have been like dumping these these sea urchins so it's like the people it's like the faa would have like had to deal with this <laughs> yeah like like a freaking plane probably would have flown into one or something yeah but it's also it's like how did we not see them? Because they're invisible. But it's like, there's certain things that you just, even if you're invisible, like, no, you can't, like. But yeah, even if it's invisible, like, if it's low enough to disrupt, like, clouds or, you know, right. if it's the like size of a things, city. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're freaking massive. Yeah, like, there's so many things. Like, you'd see a duck fly into it and just... <laughs> like fall or something right like there's so many reasons why like no i feel like they would have noticed this because the rain didn't fall in that spot yeah you know like there's so many reasons so many reasons it's just this big like square shape of no precipitation i wonder what's up with that yeah yeah that i'm like no they would have known that there were some cloak ships at least some yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that was one of the things where I'm like, this story is not great. Like, and most of the story is just like drama, like people drama, right? Like the stuff that I'm like re- actually interested in is like, uh, not the, where the goods, not where they, I feel like they spend their points. Right. Right. Yeah. That tends to be, how a lot of uh, disaster things go though like you, you think of think of like did you ever watch any of the walking dead uh, uh-huh. <laughs> okay yeah so like that show starts out i only watched season one that show starts mm-hmm. out and it's like yeah there's zombies and zombies are a problem for like three episodes and then they're not really that big of a deal because it turns out People are the real issue in the apocalypse. And it's like, right. oh, well, now it's just a bunch of interpersonal issues. And like, did you get bit? Did you get bit? You know, <laughs> and like that kind of crap. Uh, yeah. And the, yeah, but I guess it's because it's hard to. I guess it must be hard to write a show that is, uh, you know. About dealing with the zombies. Well, it's hard for those kind of show like that. I don't I don't know. 
like I saw screenshots for future seasons and there like ends up being some like crazy force that looks like Power Rangers. I don't know what's going on there, but it seems to like go and make some choices <laughs> in the later seasons. That, That's all I'm saying. That's in The Walking Dead. Yeah, there's dudes like literally they look like they were in a Nickelodeon sporting themed game show or uh-huh. some kind of like Japanese live action anime. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it's no, it's they yeah. No, just look up look up Walking Dead Power Ranger and I'm sure you'll find what I'm talking about. <laughs> but but uh yeah, I mean, there's so many things that I'm like, I'm like, uh, like the rules for like what kills zombies and doesn't, I don't really understand either. Like, are you talking about these guys that are in like stormtrooper outfits that look? Yes, like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> they look like they look like yeah, like if uh, no, it it does seem like. A Nickelodeon or like a Fox. It's like Super Saiyan Double Dare. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Th- <laughs> this is like uh Yeah, it's like Nickelodeon funded some sort of Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hunger Games. Yeah. Nickelodeon's Hunger oh. Games. <laughs> Cause they're yeah. just like covered in like nerf, right? It's like these are yeah. the you know, and there's a dude in who's in an orange nerf outfit. So like he's the boss. He's clearly right? the leader. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that got to the top of the aggro crag. Yeah. Like he's the guy uh, that's like taunting the kids throughout the rest of the game show. And the kids, you know, I don't know what the kid outfits look like. There was or there's some chick who's got like shag carpet on her shoulders. I don't know what that's about. But yeah. Yeah. This is definitely I'm I'm surprised, but I guess I shouldn't be surprised how this immediately yielded exactly the results you were looking for. <laughs> but I did search for it. Walking Dead Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. They're the cast of some of some Legends of the Hidden Temple knockoff show where kids kids have to use like foam pugil sticks to like knock those guards out of out of some sort of cyber temple or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, I'm glad I didn't watch that show. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've been watching, you know, other shows. Like I watched the new season of wheel of time. And are you finding it hard to care about any of them? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I'm, I still feel like, interested in understanding like where the story in general is going right like i'm interested in like the setting and the ideas that the show presents but i'm not so much interested in like brand or the characters characters. (laughs) it's like yeah they're all pretty they're all pretty bland it's like clearly the author of this series set up an interesting world, but uh, I don't know if it's the acting or the writing for the adaptation, but like, I feel like they failed to deliver on this story. So, you know, you, you can't go online without people complaining about the show. 
because it's not the book. And well, yeah, I mean, that's the rule for any adaptation. Yeah. Like fans of the original content should not be allowed to see adaptations. This <laughs> full stop. Like that's just be the rule. You get to choose one media to see anything in. And that's all you get. That's all you're allowed to know about. Like, uh, so, I, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry if you chose the M. Night Shyamalan movie for your choice when you chose Avatar, but that's what you're stuck with. And I'm also sorry for people that chose the video game for Legend of Korra because that was also a poor choice. Um, but if you, so one thing that I have noticed is that beyond the critiques of like, oh, they're just not writing this TV show exactly like the book. It is interesting to see how they have like, apparently because the, the book series is, I think in the same vein as like the game of Thrones book series where there's like a million characters to keep track of. And yeah, the TV a whole show, bunch of names. It's like history where it's like uh, so many names that I don't yeah. and locations. Yeah. And like game of Thrones did a pretty poor job of keeping track of all those characters to so the like the first time i watched through some of that show i was like who is this guy who just showed up he's the you know darren gray man and i'm like is he important and it's like oh he's the brother of the king or something <laughs> and, uh, then, and then i'm just like where the hell did this guy come from and uh, I know it's like it's like they need to do like newscasts where they put like that little like the bottom third underneath. And it's just like this, <laughs> this is who this person is. Yeah. 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 Uh, but then, you know, so apparently they tried to, I guess, avoid that problem with the Wheel of Time and they combined characters instead. And so you've got like the main moraine lady or whatever the blue girl she's like several other characters because she's like she's that character but she's also like a handful of others or something like that because apparently that lady like at the end of season one you know she gets her stuff cut off uh and she can't like do her magic business and like just kind of screws off in the books and like you don't hear from her for a long time uh-huh. but they're like well she's the main character in our cast and like a tv show is different than a book you can't just write a new name down and that's a new character like you have to do casting and wardrobe and you've got to pay that person to be in there <laughs> it's like you gotta like scale down a cast because if they're all going to be talking like sag regulations say you've got to pay them a certain amount of money (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure the new sag rules that they're trying to get you know passed is going to make that amount of money even more and so Mm. you know a company like amazon (laughs) is going to be like how can we not pay 40 people like i just want to pay eight people you know and so you've got a little more restriction there on what you can do. So I, I understand like why you would condense them, but I guess what it does is like, since, since none of them, I suppose have the like trajectory that they're supposed to have as a character, then they have this weird, like amalgam of like 
random stuff that it's like. And then they had to recast one dude, right? They recast. Uh-huh. I know. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> when season two started up, I was like, oh, okay. I guess I was like, wow, dagger crack is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, whenever they introduced him in like episode one or two, and I'm like, and I think I heard somebody say like, they called him Matt. And I'm like, that's not Matt. And then I saw that he was wearing the same like raggedy green jacket. And I'm like, oh, they're trying to pass this guy off as the last guy. <laughs> and then I had to like look it up and be like, sure enough, they recast this guy. Um, well, I wonder why he posted on not Twitter. I, I don't remember why they had to recast him, but. <laughs> it's going to be like something terrible, like he got cancer or something. And I'll feel bad for a <laughs> Twitter comment. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like I like the new actor more. I don't know. It's hard to tell. But it's <laughs> well, well, when the first one's so horribly unlikable, it's hard to really gauge. Yeah, this guy at least seem he he can at least pull off like the charming scoundrel. I feel like versus the other guy was just like I don't know the whiny scoundrel. the whiny scoundrel. Yeah, he was just kind of like. Ugh, I don't like this guy. <laughs> yeah. Too much Kylo Ren, not enough Han Solo. But yeah, so that show, is, I, I have kind of felt a similar thing of like, is this a good show in its own right? Like, I am enjoying some things about the show. And I've, you know, I've watched two seasons of it now. And it's, and I'm just kind of like, do I like what it's doing? Or does it just have a really good budget? <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Or maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm just fine with a show that isn't very like challenging to watch for something like this. And I'm like, yeah, it's just fantasy stuff that's happening. Yeah. I will say that like, I wish fantasy could get like a new shtick a little bit. Like when I like I, I'm watching this season on my own, like like my husband's not even watching it anymore. Like he's given up on the, the season. And when I like described to him the show, I realized that I was describing like the last like four or five fantasy somethings that have come out where it's like, oh yeah, you know. There's a prophecy about a dark one who's raising an army of monsters to take over the world and destroy everyone. And the only way to stop him is to go find this chosen one that's in some village. And he thought I was talking about Willow. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, yeah, no, it's exactly the same as the Willow series. Like, like literally got the Willow series confused with this one, which, uh-huh. you know, as we know, got so canceled that it got removed entirely from uh the ether (laughs) yeah yeah that thing got jettisoned from disney it's so bad yeah so like i don't know i don't i don't have high hopes that this story will complete i think it's another reason to like not get very invested in it Uh, oh you think it's gonna get canceled i I mean at least the at least the books are done right Right. I mean, yeah, so there's a chance for it to be finished. They know where it's going to end. Uh, 
I have higher hopes for this than the other Amazon fantasy series. What was it? The Lord of the Rings. The Rings of Power. Whatever. Yeah, Lord of the Rings, whatever. It's whatever. I feel like that one, I don't even know if they're going to continue that one or not. I I don't know either, because that one was like very expensive. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I'm not sure. Yeah, these kind of big budget things. Uh, I feel like they have to be a hit, you know, for them to stick around. Uh, so I'm I don't know. Like, I know Stranger Things is going to finish. I don't know if Invasion is going to finish. I am about 50-50 right now on Wheel of Time finishing. Unless it's only one more season. If it finishes, I don't know how many books was it. I don't know. I I don't know how many books it was. Uh... Like, and, and also how many books are we in currently? How many books is this? So it started as six and then ended up as 14. No, this is not a prequel with a prequel novel and two companion books. Unless there's a unless there's like a, hey, we won. Moment that happens in like a season or two. I don't think we're going to get a satisfying ending with this series. What, What are you looking at? Oh, I'm just looking at like all of these different like. I'm not sure that all 14 books are like part of it, part of the series. Well, anyway, I uh, like I said, I have my doubts that we'll get a satisfying ending unless they can pull it off in maybe a third season. But I don't know. Invasion, maybe maybe Invasion will make it to an ending. I feel like Apple has been better about not just canceling things. Than some of the other streaming networks have been. Yeah, but I also feel like they've had better luck at making good, consistently pretty good stuff. Yeah. Like Secret Invasion is definitely done. I'm wondering if Secret Invasion is going to get the, the, the delete key, <laughs> you know, or like, I, or is there just enough things happening? Like, the only reason that I feel like Secret Invasion wouldn't get deleted like Willow did is because there's something that happens in that series that they're going to reference in another two or three movies that will make people have to go watch it again or something, right? Like, oh, there's some there's some canon that connects this movie to this, this series to this movie or, or whatever, right? I... I don't feel like enough of interest happened in Secret Evasion to be critical. You know, it's not like Loki, right? Where Loki season one introduced the guy who was going to be the villain for the rest of this run, right? Mm-hmm. Like he introduced this runs Thanos. And is is he getting recast? What what's up with that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, or or does just like being a criminal not get you kicked out of superhero movies anymore? Is that what the Flash has taught us? (laughs) Well, 
we should learn very few things from the Flash. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if he's going to be recast. Uh, For all I know, season two of Loki is when they introduce the new casting. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, It's been like, what, one episode or two? Two, yeah. Yeah. Um, which like episode two I don't know if you got this vibe of episode two but I felt like there was I felt like I had missed something I don't even know if I've seen episode two yet the last thing I remember was I think I've only seen the first one I I saw there was like yet another like giant fluffy suit and like I just I remember Owen Wilson in a giant fluffy suit with a ridiculously thick hose attached to it was that season? Was that episode one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't got to that. I and I know that like short round was like technical support. He was data. Yeah. So tabcast. Yeah. <laughs> Still tech. Yeah, I haven't seen the next one. I guess. So I I can't tell oh. you if, if it's missing something or not. Well, when you start it, and they introduce what the conflict is for that episode. Like, I felt completely lost. Like, like, what the heck just... Like, did I miss a whole episode here where this was important? Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're running them in the wrong order. Yeah. Boy, that would be funny if they're running the time travel skipping TV show in an out-of-order episode sequence. <laughs> and it was on accident. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's too many streaming channels. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah. I now use a program to aggregate all the stuff I'm keeping track of. (laughs) So and let me know whenever the new episodes are out. That used to be called TV Guide. (laughs) Wouldn't wouldn't it be funny if like the TV Guide magazine like made a comeback of just like because it was just like here's what's streaming on these channels this month uh-huh like t- just... like tv guide is now an app yeah okay well i have the tv guide app okay that is called just watch and it's it's nice because it lets you look it lets you search across streaming networks and list which ones you subscribe to so you do, can be do, like, do any of the, does it give you a better recap than the actual show does? Because Wheel of Time, I'm still like trying to remember what the hell the first season was because it was like seven years ago. And like, so like the recap explained nothing. Uh, oh, no, it doesn't give you a recap. It just lets you it's more of a data filter system than it is oh, like there, yeah, no, the thing you like... got to remember about the first season of Wheel of Time was five to seven kids are all friends in a in a fantasy village, and they are all inexplicably have magic powers of some kind. But they're all are, different, and they're and some of them are the chosen one, and one is the chosen one, but the other three are also the chosen one for different things. But this one guy's the main one, and then he. Uh, breaks a thing and lets a guy out, and then that's bad. And then he okay. runs off. 
Okay. Yeah. Got it. So do you want to wrap up? Yeah, uh... wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. I feel like... um, I feel like we could name this one... um, what did we say? Nickelodeon's Hunger Games? <laughs> Nickelodeon's Hunger Games. Yeah. I also called it uh, Super Saiyan Double Dare. Whichever one of those you want to use. <laughs> I think we'll do the Nickelodeon's Hunger Games. I feel like that's more appropriate. I, I, based on their outfits. <laughs> Looks like Super Saiyan Armin or me. Oh. <laughs>